Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell speaking, joined, as always, by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going? Anyways, Kyle. I'm doing okay. Doing How are you? Okay. I'm How are doing, you, Caleb? I'm actually doing pretty not bad anyways. <laughs> I had a pretty fucking good day today. Um, just just a glorious day. My favorite. Did you? High overcast. Oh. It's just high overcast. All the trees are dying. Oh, it's not, almost The winter. sad weather you love. Yeah. It's like moon sorrow weather. Mm, that's, a, that's a garbage band, by the way, they do listen to. Corpic Lanny came out with a new album that I've been listening to all day. Who? Corpic Lanny. They're Finnish also. I don't know. It's I, It came out a few months ago, but I only just heard of it, and uh, I love it. It's awesome. I can't pronounce any of the song titles, or else I'd tell you guys. And I you don't know called, the lyrics either? No, it's something like... Something like that, but finish. That's so bad. <laughs> Who cares? That's so bad. Dude, it's cool. The music you like sucks. Okay. Dude, um, I almost bought some records. Yeah. So they're like five days old, the post, and I'm like, oh shit, I probably missed it. So I look and they had uh, a handwritten list of all the records. Mm-hmm. They're five bucks each. And uh, they're like, what are you going to do with records? Do you have something that plays them? I have 400 records and a record player in my room. You're a douche. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, five bucks, pretty good price nowadays. I got all mine for way less. Are you ago. one of those people <clears throat> that's like, Records, you can't match the sound. No, no, I'm absolutely not one of those people. I argue with those people. They're wrong. <laughs> then why do they? Why do you have them? They're neat. Okay, they're that's, com- that's fair enough. They're completely analog. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's literally the the waves expressed into the the vinyl, right? That's cool. So you can play it with a needle and a cone. You can. It's just replicated. That's analog. Cool. Yeah, physically, it's neat. I I saw something <clears throat> on uh, the internet. That like they could play, maybe maybe like voice recordings off pottery. Yeah. Did you see that shit? Yep. Turns out it didn't sound very cool, but the idea of it that maybe someday we could hear a voice recording of some guy spinning a pot, that'd be pretty dope. I think it was uh, the idea is you get voice recordings off of things in real life, measuring it through video. I think is most of it. I'm, d- I'm it could be too, a different thing than I'm I was talking about. Too stupid to understand how it works. Well, the video measures the sound waves generate how the sound waves how they would react like in a leaf mm-hmm. hitting a leaf or something or a pot. They can measure the minute differences. I just want to know what old accuracy. people were. I just want to know what people were talking about back in the day. That's all I want. That's all I care about. Is that really possible for old pottery? There's no fucking way. I don't know. That's that's what that would be unbelievable. The outrageous claims on <laughs> like, this. That's not possible. It de- sh- that shit degrades. If it degrades a little bit, you're not gonna be able to hear it, okay, right? Fair enough. I just I don't know. I'm just saying that seems wrong. So you got some records? <clears throat> no, I went to buy them. <clears throat> some douche beat me to it. Every single one that was crossed out, he bought every single good record. Yeah, some asshole. He well, beat me to it. Cool story, Kyle. <laughs> kind of bummed. I wanted those. <laughs> It's a bunch of Kiss records. Yeah. Um, I was going to buy booze on the way up here, but Kyle told me not to. I'm. No, I told you to make your own decision. Yeah, well, then I said You're make n- it for me because yeah. I don't want responsibility. Mm-hmm. And he said no. <laughs> yeah. Which I've been sober for like nine days, eight days. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot for you. But I've been broke, which is the only reason. Payday. Yeah. So, and also, I'm Who trying to. paid on Thursday. That's weird. Um, I'm trying to get um in shape and camilla my swedish girlfriend yeah thinks that she's faster than me <laughs> right <coughs> i know and she's no she's convinced and she's challenged me to a runoff 
which is Swedish for race, I guess. <laughs> I was like, let's just, it's a, you mean That's a race? That's hilarious. So tomorrow, so I can't be hungover for our race tomorrow morning where I destroy Was her. she ever an athlete? No. <laughs> okay. Zero percent. She's zero percent anyways. Zero percent chance anyways. She's, her logic is she walks faster than me because she has long legs. Really? Yeah. My sister thought she could beat me in a races before. Yeah. Because she used to jog a lot. I was like, I train sprinting as a much higher level athlete and I'm not a girl. Yeah. So she and she was running for years. I'm like, I probably couldn't beat you in a in like a ten K. But I will beat you in, in any sprint. I told her name she's the like, distance no, and, and I, I would had, crush her. Yeah, and I had like dress shoes on. Like and I destroyed her. I lost to a girl once. She was a fucking really fast though, but I was thought I was hot shit. This yeah. was like when I was actually in really good shape and fast. In my peak, I don't believe I could lose to a girl that wasn't like in the Olympics. But she ran track for uh like southern Me- like new mexico <clears throat> university or something like she was really fast yeah <laughs> and she just beat me I oh, had- oh you almost beat her yeah it was close it was were, like were you about the same size See, it's not fair you yeah. got short little troll legs um i was yeah we're about the same size imagine your legs moving like sonic the hedgehog you know so you know what i've been listening to <laughs> what on the radio on the radio i listen to cbc all day every day and i was debating what why Cause man, you're debating. Music sucks. Joining the debaters? No, no, no. I, I thought against my better judgment, I'm going to bring this up on the podcast because I haven't heard anybody making these points. Sure. So they've been talking about on the news all day for the whole week. This appointment judge of um, Brett Kevin Hogg, whatever his name is, Trump's guy to the Supreme Court. That he got. He got. He's got these. Yeah, he's got me too. By one person. Okay, by now three. But here's the point. Oh really? I'm behind the ball. Okay. I don't fully understand, so already I'm pretty ignorant about this. By the way, this me too, I love this Me Too thing. I think we talked about this before, but... Maybe. Uh, powerful guys, I bet you they're all saying to each other like behind closed doors, like, Me Too, dude. You got accused? Oh, Me Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think we same, did. <laughs> it's the same thing, but K. So this girl accuses of, yeah, of, exactly of groping her in high school. <laughs> yep. And... Here's the thing. If there, if you actually thirty five years or earlier, that's you, a weird, right? Okay, if weird you, accusation. If you rape somebody, mm-hmm. no, there should be no time limit. Like, I'm glad Cosby's going to jail and all. There that. is a time limit, by the way. Really? Yeah, there's a statute. Well, if you ever, okay, whatever. There's absolutely a time limit, and the time limit isn't based on the fact that oh, he raped someone twenty five years ago, it shouldn't count now. It's It's based on the fact that it. testimony is gets unreliable year after year. I know. I <clears> understand that. But what I'm saying is, if you actually did it, I think that you should be punished. However, obviously, if, what if, are you talking about? Okay, no, this is the what, po- a, what a stance to take, Kyle. I haven't even started. Okay, you <laughs> fucking they did asshole. It, they should be punished. Of course, what a brave no, statement. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> Let me fucking start before you criticize me. God damn it. <laughs> the only point I'm trying to make is that literally every single guy has groped a girl in high school. Yep. So why why can't we just all say, yeah, we've all done it? Like, the first titty I saw, I reached out and grabbed it. And she was like, what the fuck? And I was like, sorry, I, that's my instinct to do that. That's just, like, that's what we do. <laughs> like, every single guy is guilty. Can we move on? I don't know if in high school, junior high did, though. Junior high. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. I'll tell you the exact the exact story. I played rugby with the older kids when I was in grade nine. Mm-hmm. I played on the senior team. So they brought me to their parties. So I was, like, the cool. Younger well, I kid? thought I was the cool yeah. younger kid. You're their, you're their mascot. Anyways, I had booze. This chick had no booze. And she's like, can I have some of your booze? And I said, yeah. And Corey's like, no, no, no. You have to show us your tits first. And I was like, good move, Corey. Veteran. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And then, God, sports parties are great. She, this the, isn't helping our cause for big pieces of shit, like, by the way. Pulls her tits out, and I just fucking lunged out and grabbed it. And I was, she's, everyone was, what the fuck, man? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I saw it. That's like what my instinct to do, to grab a titty, right? And I swear to God, wow. every single guy is like, can we just like move on? Every single guy has done that at some point in their young lives and move on. I think you're partially wrong about that. Why? I don't know if it's ever dude. Okay, fine. Every guy that has a fucking smidgen of self-worth or like any sort of testosterone. It's the testosterone thing. Yeah. Some guys don't have it. Okay, fine. If you're asexual or... I don't know, man. I feel like pretty much every single guy... Or you at least wanted to. Yeah. Obviously, everyone (laughs) wanted to. Okay. That's not the point. That is the point. The point is that it's not that bad. If you really want to rape somebody and you don't do it, it's, it's not the same thing. See, I do that every day. Every day I go through life not raping people. I gave Pat you a, me on the I back. I already gave you a medal. Thank how you. Much, how many more do you want? Well, that's the, like, so I'm, I don't like this guy. I don't really know that much about him other than Trump picked him and he's against abortion. So I think he's an idiot. But these claims of he, you know, grabbed my titty and my ass in high school. I'm like, who cares? Can they, we, it's been, they've been talking about it for a week straight, all day, every day on CBC. It's been driving me nuts. I I, I, I haven't been listening to it the same way to you. I've been seeing it here and here, but I've been seeing testimony by some people who went to school with them, not even saying they saw anything, just being like, he was capable of that. Of, of course. <laughs> what does that mean? It's like, he would get drunk, and sometimes he'd get aggressive. Not even not aggressive with women, not aggressive with men, not getting in fights, just aggressive in general. That sounds like, I, I mean, I just want, can we, like, if by them diluting the issue. We're not, not going to solve anything on the Bible beaters. I'm just so pissed. And I don't hear anybody making the point that's like, yeah, everybody's doing it. Their point would be that uh, then, that's what's wrong with masculinity. Caleb. Okay, that is what's, okay, sure, that's wrong. And we're talking about it now. But you're not going to, like, hold a guy on account 35 years later for grabbing an ass in high school. Yeah. We all did. I did, yep. We all did. I didn't deny it. I'm not going to deny it either. I, I feel like every guy should be like, fuck yeah, we did. And then what? Now what? Every guy I know would admit it. Yeah. If you would if you just admit it, like even Donald Trump, I don't, when he's just like, A lot yeah, of people are scared to lose whatever they have, though. I know, but Trump We have like, nothing, so we have the freedom that's of true. having nothing to lose. That's true. But- you know, like Letterman, he, he, he was blackmailed, and he was just like, "Yeah, I jammed some of my interns. All right, I'm yeah, that now. was great. It was all awesome. yeah. He made jokes about it for a that week. That was and nobody great. Cares. He's a fucking comic. That's what should have happened. That's what did happen. That's what disappoints me with all the other comics that get thrown under the bus for something, and then they just hide. Your whole career is your voice, and you hide when shit happens. It's kind of pathetic. I don't even like that Louis C.K. did it. I feel like if Louis C.K. came out and went, "Yeah, I like to jerk off in front of chicks." I mean, I, I feel bad that they were that they were hurt by it or whatever. But I liked it, and at the time, they they seemed into it, and then just made jokes about it. He would have been <laughs> did, fine. Did they seem into it? That's what he says, isn't I, it? I, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, uh, they, they were the whole the stories. They were laughing the whole time. Or yeah. Something. Like yeah. He, they're like, is this really happening? I if think- you're laughing and standing in a room, you could leave. That's true. And, and if you stay, you seem into it. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's weird to me. Just you could leave a fucking room. I get that it's weird. It I, I really get it's very weird. Like people's, it's still not that bad. That's some beta level sexual depravity, it's you know? Depravity. Depravity. It's still not that bad. Is he doing stand up again yet? Mm-hmm. 
great. I can't wait. He to did hear it for it. the first time at the the cellar. I think was it funny? A few weeks ago. Here's the thing. Everyone on Twitter and everyone everywhere was like, "This is a travesty." How and do you not talk about it? And apparently, the people in the, he got a standing O from every single person in that room. So it's obviously not representative of the population when everyone on the internet says it's bad and everyone who saw it live lost their fucking shit in a positive way. Yeah. Well, good for him, man. I'm glad he's That's the problem with... uh, It's a problem with the internet. It's a problem with humanity right now. Humanity. You you don't get an actual representation of anybody. You You, you only get the worst case scenario of everything blown up. Do you know how to fix it, Fucking crazy. No. I don't think it's unfixable. Biblical morals. We gotta get back to basics. I was gonna say nukes. (laughs) <laughs> start over <laughs> yeah. hey give it another billion years you know so last week on the podcast we read about the nazarite and the test for the unfaithful wife do you remember how to test for an unfaithful wife Kyle? yeah i do how do you do it uh you get yourself a bundle of uh hay or something right grain you stick your, you st- grain you stick your hands in it mm-hmm. right and then you take uh, some dirt off the floor put it in a cup of water uh-huh then you write something on a piece of paper about how she's a piece of shit if she cheated, and then you wash, scrub that into the water. Yeah, and then and then you feed it to her, and also you put poison in it right before you give it to her. That wasn't in there, but sure. <laughs> yeah, and then when she's in pain, it proves she's guilty. Yeah, that's true. You're cheating, and if she miscarries, she's guilty. It doesn't say the miscarry thing though, did it? Yeah, it does. She'll she'll be caused to miscarry if she's pregnant. If she's pregnant Holy. or... Why don't you just wait to see what the baby looks like? Anytime she'll be... Because, God, you know, Kyle, that's a very... You don't put that evil on God. You let God decide before he's ever seen it. And if she's guilty, the thing will die inside of her. <laughs> As it should. As it should. No out of wedlock babies. How is live. that? Okay, hang on. Yeah. How is that a little bit different than abortion? Cursing her so it's she not. miscarries. I was just going to say that, too. It's not. I don't think it the is Bible literal s- abortion. I don't think the Bible says anything about abortion, but the Bible is very pro procreation. So the Bible doesn't say anything about abortion. I don't think so. I think that people. So people draw the lines because that's kind of proof that abortion's fine. Well, the the big argument, right, is yeah. um, when does life begin? You can't. No, 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 take no that's a life. not. That's not up to you as a human being to decide. It's up to God. Did he? Does he put the line in the book? Um, he doesn't put the line. Well, in the then book. fuck you. How about that? The you don't Bible, get it. You don't get it to say. God says, "I knit you together in my in your mother's womb." So that's like, yeah, you know, there. And the Christians, the big deal is when when is it life? You know, the only when, thing anyone can agree on is that it's life at nine months when it comes out. That's for sure. Yeah, that's the only thing anyone agrees on. Everything yeah. else is up for debate. I mean, some people say it's life when it can survive on its own. Some people say well, it's the, life when it can survive in an incubator. Babies, At that point, we'll be able to progress to we can have single cells. Babies can't incubate. survive on their own. They need a mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, survive outside the womb on their own without like medical assistance is what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, But that kind of is an abortion. It is an abortion. It fully is what an abortion. What do you abortion. mean kind of? Well, it is. Okay, fine. She, she drank abortion juice. But it's biblical. Abortion. <laughs> it's true. Actually, that's fucking awesome. I've never heard anybody bring this up before. Next time people bring this up that are Christians, abortion, my mom specifically, I'm going to take her back to here. And she'll be like, that, I already can take here. You know what? That person sinned and they deserve it for yeah, cheating. Right? Yeah. Is she against abortion? Oh, Is big your, time. Really? Dude, it's embarrassing. She's part of like the biggest Christian thing against abortion. They have. What's that? Uh, I think it's called The Call. And they, they are the, the biggest lobby group against abortion in America. The Foo Fighter song? Um, 
Visiting I went to, dude, lady. I went to where the L.A. Chargers play. Okay, where the, where's that? The Coliseum in Los Angeles. They had that. They had 60,000 people there against abortion, and I was there. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? I went to the corner store, got four four locos, and went under the stage and <laughs> got fucking wasted. My dad's like, you want to meet this guy? And I was like, oh. He's like, are you drunk? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was sitting under the stage while they were like praying against abortion, like just drinking four locos. Just like, what the fuck am I doing here? It's the weird. It's so surreal that it's like, I want to hate those people. Yeah. But it's my parents are in charge of it. So yeah. it's like. And they care. It's fucked. Do you know fuck? Do it you is think they like, care actually? Or do you think they want to win something? No. Do they. I think I think part of them wants to feel better about everyone is like striving to step over everyone else. My mom. On the. On the my mom truly believes that. Every life is sacred, and God. Can no, give I I understand life. that, but I think they believe that because it allows them to be better than other humanity without really doing anything. No, they think more. Okay, this is the way. This is fucked, but this is the way they think. The more people I don't that mean exist, in a conscious level. Caleb. The more people. I mean, it's some con- subconscious. Go level. to go to heaven, but re- realistically, more of those people are going to go to hell than heaven. Why? Because if they don't believe in God, they're going to hell. So. And most poor people, actually, most poor people, religion is more popular amongst poor people. Yeah. But if you make somebody. Because they have less. Yeah. So they just believe. Because it's nice. It's nice. Because they don't have a lot. So believing is a big part of their life. I don't know. I forget what, what I was trying to say here. My point is that it's crazy to me. Like, if I if that wasn't my mom, I'd be like, this fucking idiot bitch. <laughs> but it's my mom, so I'm like, but this not idiot, your mom, though. This idiot, nice lady. <laughs> oh, that shit is fucking crazy. I really think it's they do surreal. it to feel to feel superior to other people, because people do shit to feel superior to other people all the time. I don't think so. People do it all the time. It's why people get fucking BMWs that they, when they don't give a shit about cars. Like some people love driving. Some people get a Mercedes. To show their dick is bigger than everyone else's. Mm. Some people don't give a fuck about Mercedes. Sure. Some people get a giant mansion. I don't follow you with, I'm against abortion to feel better than people. I don't. It puts them in a moral hierarchy. No, they would just say that's what God says. They don't, my mom really doesn't, I don't, she doesn't really care what people think, which is fucked. Yeah, she does. My dad does. My mom does. Goddamn prophet with followers. My dad's her like manager. All right. I don't. And like runs the show. I'm not ever going to believe that point. Why? Okay. Because of humanity? My mom doesn't... The way people are. I don't know your mom, but... Yeah. Well, she's not really like that. She's just a weird, famous prophetess in 2018. That's <laughs> so, so bizarre. She runs an online prophecy school. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't... I. It, s- it's You know how hard it is for me to believe that she believes that she can teach people to be prophets? You know, and not that so, she's just dude, taking I'm, their money. I'm right there with you. you she know, she really is, believes it. <laughs> for that is for me to but believe. But it's the dumbest shit ever. It's just so dumb. Do you, do you think she thinks she taught herself to be a prophet? Or do you think she was gifted the ability? She was gifted. Then why does she think she could teach anyone else? Everyone has the gift. You just How? Have to find it. Right, Kyle? I'm on your How? side. I'm on your side. Oh, she was gifted the same thing everyone else was. I'm on your side, yeah. But she just. But she figured it out. Yeah, she prays a lot, Kyle. She meditates. Oh my god. I know it's dumb. It's dumb as fuck. <sighs> I ask her these same questions. Anyways, that's let's, hard. Let's get into it. Today is one of the most repetitive sections of the Bible. Everybody, <laughs> you are we've, in a lot. We've said that before. 
Offerings at the dedication of the tabernacle. When Moses finished setting up the tabernacle, he anointed it and consecrated it in all its furnishings. He also anointed and consecrated the altar and all its utensils. Then the leaders of Israel, the heads of the families who were tribal leaders in charge of those who were counted, made offerings. They brought as their gifts before the Lord six covered carts and twelve oxen, an ox from each leader and a cart from every two. What's a cut? Co- what's in a covered cart? Is it like supposed You're to be full to of out. shit? You're oh, about okay. to find out, Cal. Um, they presented before the tabernacle. The Lord said to Moses, "Except, <laughs> I love this." The Lord said to Moses, "Accept these from them that they may be used in the work of the tent of meeting." Give them to the Levites, as each man's work requires. So the Lord said to Moses, I command you to accept all this free shit on behalf of me. Yeah. I don't. I want you to use it at your will. (laughs) So Moses took the carts and the oxen and gave them to the Levites. He gave two carts and four oxen to the Gershonites, as their work required. And he gave four carts and eight oxen to the Marites, as their work required. They were all under the direction of Ithmar, son of Aaron, the priest. But Moses did not give any to the Kohathites because they were to carry on their shoulders the holy thing which for which they were responsible. The tabernacle? Uh, just the posts, I think, the Koholites carry. Okay. When the altar was... I like, like how they don't get carts. Yeah, they're not allowed to see it. They're like <laughs> so second-class priests. <laughs> when the altar was anointed, the leaders brought their offerings for its dedication, presented them before the altar... For the Lord had said to Moses, each day one leader is to bring an offering for the dedication of the altar. Okay, guys, uh, I'm going to read this, but I'm going to, you'll see. (laughs) You're in for a real treat. The one who brought his offering on the first day was Nashon, son of Aminadab of the tribe of Judah. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, a one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering. One gold dish weighing 10 shekels filled, just if you're curious, uh, the gold dish, that's about 110 grams is a shekel, so 10 times that. So you were looking at quite a bit of gold here. It's a nice dish. One filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb. A year old for burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs. A do year you, old. Do you find it? Do you find it weird? You know how like some of the food, some of the metal you eat, goes in your body, but your body needs it. What do you mean? Like iron. Yeah. Your body needs iron. Yeah. Is that ass. weird? So when you're like drinking, when you're eating out of like a bowl made of gold, mm-hmm. it's gonna go into your body. Some of it. But your body doesn't need gold. I believe it does. <laughs> what? Yeah, my body, I think most people run on iron, but mine's like a higher, runs in a higher plane. So mine higher needs octane? gold, actually. Did you burn that at both ends? Yeah. <laughs> you know, people try to treat themselves with silver because they think like silver secured to something. What if they're vampires or werewolves? Oh, you don't do that then. Yeah, then you'd be. No, then you die. Then you'd be dead. But one guy turned himself blue. Really? He took so much silver, it tinted his skin blue. Camilla's it's eat, true. trying to eat five pounds of carrots this week. For some reason, because she thinks it's healthy and she's turning orange. That does happen. I know. Is she really? A little bit. Why is she doing that? She's trying to be healthy. That's why she's been talking shit about beating me in a race. She's not going to listen to this, but there's no fucking way you beat me in a race. Camilla. Also, you, someone needs to show her what actual healthy eating looks like. I'm going to crush. Uh, yeah, she just <laughs> eats five <laughs> pounds of carrots. That's a horrible idea. She eats like smoothies and shit. That's not even that good. It's better smoothies than. Smoothies are overrated. It's better than Costco hot dogs like we usually eat, Kyle. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. But smoothies uh, are overrated. 
so two five lambs, year old, blah blah blah. Sacrifice is a fellowship offering. This is the offering of Nahashan, son of Amminadab. On the second day, Nathaniel, son of Zaur, the leader of Issachar, brought this offering. The offering he brought was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the <laughs> sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering. One gold dish weighing 10 shekels, filled with incense, <laughs> one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs a year old to be sacrificed as a fellowship of offering. This was the offering of Nathaniel, son of Zaur. That was is that exactly the same as the last the same? one? On the third day, Eliab, <laughs> son of Helon, leader of the tribe of Zebulon, brought this offering. His offering was one silver plate <laughs> weighing 130 shekels, one silver bulls. Wait a second. 70 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel, mixed with offering, gold dish weighing 10 shekels, filled with incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb. The first guy really set the precedent on this one, eh? One, because they all have to give the same thing. It's required. But the Bible takes it oh, upon itself. Oh, it's required? Itself. Did it say that? Yeah, this is what you this is what you give to the lord so oh, they had to yeah but we're going to describe it 12 times in a row you know what a good writer would just write and everyone in the tribe gave and then listed all the things yeah no we the okay a good writer you think god didn't know that there's a reason he put this in 12 times this must be the most important information in the bible to bore the fuck of us that's why he did you it i think it's a trap it's a test to test against our faith. will. Yeah, You'll kn- you know what? Our faith and the and the unfaithful's faith is stronger than everyone else's. Well, here we are because we're reading the whole thing. Yeah, this is like, yeah, this is God's shit test of like they they won't read it twelve times. No, he actually secretly does it thir- thirteen times because he reads it again at the end. He says in Get summary, this is what they all brought. He does hate us. <laughs> Why wouldn't he do this? <laughs> One gold dish weighing ten shekels filled with incense, ma- young bull, run ram, burnt offering, one male goat, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, a year old, sacrifice. This was the offering of Eliab, son of Helon. On the fourth day, Eleazar, <laughs> son of Shador, the leader of the people of Reuben, brought this offering. His offerings, one silver plate, 130 shekels, one silver sprinkling bowl, silver, seventy according fine flowers, grain offering, gold dish weighing ten, one male goat, two oxen, Eleazar, son of Shedor. Faster, on faster, the fifth day, Shalumiel, son of Zurish Shaddai, the leader. Uh, I don't think I've ever pronounced that guy's name the same in no. any of these readings. Of the people of Simeon brought this offering. One silver plate weighing 130 shekels. This was the offering of Shalumiel, son of Zurish <laughs> On the sixth day, Eliasaph, son of Duel, the leader of the people of Gad, brought this offering. One silver plate weighing 130 shekels. <laughs> One silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering. Uh, da 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 You just yada yada the Bible, you son of a yeah, bitch. <laughs> I did. We technically read every word. It, we're just now reading it over yeah. and over again. That's that's um, fair point. On the seventh day, Elishima, son of Amihud, leader of the people of Ephraim, bought the same shit. On the eighth day, the Glamliel, son of Pedazer, leader of the people of Massinay, brought the same shit. On the ninth day, Gideonai, leader of the people of Benjamin, brought his offering. Guess what? Exact same. On the tenth day, Ahazier, son of Amishadai, leader of the people of Dan, brought the same shit. On the eleventh day, Pegiel, son of Okran, leader of the people of Asher, brought his offering. Guess what it was? What? His offering is one silver plate weighing 130 oh, shekels, fuck, one I silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary sale, each filled with fine Such flour mixed idiot. with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels, filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, 
and one male lamb a year old. For a burnt offering, one male goat. For a sin offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. To be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offering of Pagiel, son of Ocran. On the twelfth day, Ahiria, son Hallelujah. of Hallelujah, of the leader of the people of Nephtali, brought this offering. How is Nephtali a tribe? Nephtali wasn't one of Abraham's sons, was he? I, guess I don't. I'm not. I don't. He must have been. That. He must have been. Um, he brought the same stuff. These were the offerings. Verse 84. 84 verses. This is a long chapter. That was like four and a half pages, guys. I couldn't. I couldn't Speed do it. Speed read it. I couldn't do it to you reading every, that thing over and over and over. It makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> Maybe that's God's plan. Didn't work, God. <laughs> it's God's. Plan. Didn't work. These were the offerings. He wants all the doubters to go so bored they kill themselves. Uh, these were the offerings of the Israel leaders for the dedication of the altar when it was anointed. Twelve silver plates, twelve silver sprinkling bowls, and twelve gold dishes. Each silver plate weighed hundred. They added them up. Yeah. They, wow. <laughs> Great. Each it weighed one hundred thirty shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. Altogether, the silver dishes weighed two thousand four hundred shekels. That is sixty pounds or twenty-eight kilograms. Holy fuck! Of go- uh, that's of silver. silver. Um, according to the sanct- the 12 gold dishes filled with incense weighed 10 shekels each, according to the thing. So 120 shekels. Excuse me. <laughs> the total number of animals for the burnt offering came to 12 young bulls, 12 rams, 12 male goats. Are they burning this shit all at once? No, this is every day. So on the first day, they did this for 12 How days. are they? So- I was going to say, oh, never mind. There's a lot of priests. I forget how many there are now. Twelve mil- The total number of animals for the sacrifice of the fellowship offering came to 24 oxen, 60 rams, 60 male goats, 60 male lambs a year old. These were the offerings for the dedication of the altar after it was anointed. You know what I was picturing before? When you said, like, the Levites get everything, mm-hmm. right? Aaron and his sons. It's probably Aaron and his sons, his grandsons, their sons, whatever. Everybody. Yeah. Because I was picturing, like, with Aaron and his sons, 20 people. One family. Yeah. But no, it's not. It's no, it's thousands all, of people. It's all the Levites. It's thousands of them. Yeah. So really, these sacrifices, most of them are getting anything. But still, they're not doing any work. No, that, I know that. That's their full job. Yeah, it's to get free shit. Yeah. But I was thinking, they're throwing most of this out most of the time, in my mind. No, they're eating the best meat yeah. of everybody in the tribe. Exactly. And All the time. Plus 20%, plus the hides. They get all that shit. Do they? Remember? Yeah, yeah they yeah, do. Yeah, right, right. When Moses what do they do with them? Just drape them all over themselves? I'd probably sell them at a profit. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Are you like to sell God's gifts? I like to exchange gifts for God for money for humans. That's a, I mean, I don't know. I don't you think, think you're so. allowed to do that. Didn't say you couldn't. So Well, God but, would say if you couldn't do it. He would say. You'd think he would know better. He goes in minute de- detail about all the things you shouldn't do. Yeah. So if he doesn't say it, I guess you can. You know, God didn't say we couldn't look at child porn, so that's <laughs> totally fine. What about taking child porn? Um, I think that would fall under some sort of abuse. I don't think photographs existed. So. No. You're not allowed to lust over a woman, but... I thought the whole thing was the Bible didn't doesn't say anything against child porn, which is why all the fucking priests are pedophiles. No. The Bible says... Well, the Bible says no lusting over a woman... And but I guess if it's not yet a woman, if it's a little girl or boy, I mean, that's disgusting. But it's technically a loophole that God didn't close. It's so fucked up. <laughs> the poop hole loophole. When Moses entered the tent of meeting to speak to the Lord, he heard a voice speaking oh. to him from. <laughs> God, 
Charles Grossstone from between the two cherubim above the atonement cover, and he spoke with him. Oh, another typo in the Bible. A space before the period yet again. God. I can't believe. No, not a typo on purpose. Okay. What are we supposed to read in that? God didn't make an accident. Well, this would be the publisher of this edition made the accident. Um, oh, God doesn't so, oversee. Man, it. hang on. When Moses entered the tent to speak with the Lord, he heard a voice and he spoke with him. Why don't you tell us what he said, Moses? It sounds kind of important. After all that sacrifice, you think God would tell you something, right? They just did 12 days of like major God's sacrifice. God's supposed to tell you something? Well, it says God spoke to him, and then it says, and he spoke with him. So, Oh, nothing? That's what, well, that's, they spoke. <laughs> They listed 12, the same thing 12 times about what they gave, but not of what God <laughs> said? Yeah. <laughs> Probably wasn't important. The Lord said to Moses, so, how's you and your family? Oh, pretty good. We're getting a lot of shit right, right now. The last 12 days have been great. Well, yeah. Uh, the Lord said to Moses, maybe this is what he said. Um, Speak to Aaron and say to him, when you set up the seven lamps, they are to light up the area in front of the lampstand. No shit. Aaron did so, and he set up the lamps so that they faced forward on the lampstand, just as the Lord commanded Moses. Smart. This Smart. is how the lampstand was made. It was made... <laughs> Thou shall now be <laughs> I know lampstand. You, I know you guys are done. The first question when they, when they said they were lighting the lampstand, I was like, I wonder how they made that lampstand. Wonder no longer. Here's what you do. This is how the lampstand was made. <laughs> it was made from hammered gold from its base to its blossoms. The lampstand made exactly like the pattern God had shown Moses. <laughs> Got to give him a little trace out too. Then, yep. Setting a part of the Levites. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take the Levites from among the other Israelites and make them ceremonially clean. How do you do that? To do to purify them, do this. Sprinkle the water of cleansing on them. Then have them shave their whole bodies <laughs> and wash their What the fuck is the water of cleansing? Is that holy water? It's special water, Kyle. It's not regular holy water. It's regular water that we've been de designated water of cleansing. So is it a bath? Are they making them no, have a bath? No, they're just sprinkling it. It's <laughs> oh. like a sprinkle. It's not. It's more uh, ritual than it is like practical. Because if they let them have an actual bath, they might be clean. Then shave their whole bodies and wash their clothes. What did they shave with back then? I just realized that. Yeah, I mean, I mean like I'm a not, knife. I'm, I was gonna say a knife or like shears. They must have some sort of method for. You're not shaving with shears. Why not? You can cut with shears. Hmm. They're like, shaving their whole body. They're getting their back, their legs, their arms, everything, right? Yeah, their dick and that balls. That has to be a knife. They're chode. Oh, Man, do you think they shit. shave their own chodes, or they like lay down on their back and roll their hands? Get oh, my chode. Oh, you got to get your buddy to shave your asshole for yeah. you? I mean, it's hard to know. They have to shave their whole bodies. Dude, all the Levites are lying on their back with their feet <laughs> over their head, and the other guys just like just getting right in there. You got to make. You got to get every hair. It's for the Lord. Yeah, or you're not clean. And, like, what kind of knife technology? How sharp was that knife, really, you know? Dude, they're not sharp enough. They're going to look I guarantee you that. like Neo from The Matrix. That's the only way to be pure. They're going to be bleeding everywhere. <laughs> Eyebrows. Do you think they shaved the insides of their nose? I, I would say they had to. Or at least as far as they could up yeah, there. Yeah. Do you you think could get it. Their, their eyelashes, I think they ha should have to shave as well. It says their whole body. <laughs> Do you think they did? God doesn't write loopholes. Plucking out all your eyelashes and eyebrows? Yeah. You'd have to. God said so. Have them take a... Uh, so they're all completely... Hairless. Completely hairless. 
hairless, and probably covered in like cuts and with scabs. Alopecia. <laughs> they probably are covered in cuts and scabs. Just oof. Maybe that's why they had to get the rules where if it scabs over, if it heals quickly, you're not you're clean. Because <laughs> yeah. that was a major problem of getting clean was you covered in these <laughs> fucking scabs everywhere. So shave their whole bodies and wash their clothes and so purify themselves. Have them take a young bull with its grain offering of fine flour and mixed with oil. Then you are to take a second young bull for a sin offering. Bring the Levites to the front of the tent of meeting and assemble the whole Israelite community. You are to bring the Levites before the Lord, and the Israelites are to lay their hands on them. A Aaron is to present the Levites before the Lord as the wave offering from the Israelites so that they may be ready to do the work of the Lord. <clears throat> so the whole, all the Israelites have to lay hands on them. That's not practical, but I just, I mean, everybody touches somebody, right? The laying on of hands is a real biblical thing. Remember, you had to do it for the scapegoat. Yeah. And is it like transferring your, your sin, right? Yeah. I mean, Essentially. I don't know what the actual fucking benefit is. It's obviously just rigmarole. I think that's what they used to do, like pre-Christianity and but, all those. But that's because they used to kill animals full of all the bad shit before this. But even when you're, they? if you're gonna heal the sick, you have to lay lay your hands on them. Like my mom sometimes tries to get me to get prayer. She's like, "Kill these people want to pray for me." I'm like, "Fucking pray from over there." They're like, "We want to lay hands on you." I'm like, "Get the <laughs> fuck no, fuck off, please." <laughs> they want to transfer their good vibes, Caleb. Also, you, I mean. It says to lay their hands on, and other times they pray from across the world. Okay, God can hear me from there. I don't need you to touch me. I'm not going to sit there and go through this bullshit. That's how I feel. That that's a confusing concept. What? I don't, I don't I don't understand what they think prayer is if they need to put their hands on you. Because they're not the ones doing it when they're praying. They're praying for God to do something. That's a good point. I've so actually what not- the fuck are they doing then? Well, because the Bible says to do it, right? Lay on, lay your hands when on. When you pray? It says, well, there's many instances. It doesn't say explicitly. To, like right here, it says, tell the whole Israelite community to lay their hands on them. Because Later, they're doing some sin ritual, right? The, the apostles will lay their hands on. So a lot of times. But that's for transferring sin and stuff, isn't it? And no, like for transferring for g- good vibes and shit. Yeah, like if you're it, passing yes, down yes, shit from your, to your sons. Yes, yes. So Yeah, but that's, in prayer, you're not doing that. Yeah, yeah, you are. That's what that is. No, you're not. What? I'm confused. What? I thought human beings didn't have the power to do any of that shit. But some of them did back then, when like transferring it to your good son and stuff. You can transfer all your yeah when you bless good somebody, vibes. So that that's prayer. Blessing is a prayer. Anytime you're asking, yeah, God but for you're something, the one actively doing it. No, God because he got tricked it. into God's it. God's doing it through you. So you're the beacon for God. Yeah, yeah. You're, that's that's oh, okay. You're a beacon. Your you're, hands are the beacon. You're a conduit. So you're 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 enlightening you. Yeah, but also you don't have to. You're lighting yourself it, up like a fucking lighthouse. A lot of times they take examples from the Bible and say okay. that's what God wants. When really God didn't say this is what you have to do. They just say this is what they did then. So we're doing that. There's a lot of that kind of shit that Christians think this is the way it's done. And it's not done because God said to do it. It's done because the people in the Bible did it. And they just infer that that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. All right. I guess it kind of makes sense if you're if you're like a homing beacon for God's attention. So but the more hands on you, the but you don't <laughs> have to. There's instances where it doesn't. Yeah, where but you then, don't have to but do then that. he doesn't pay attention. You know what I mean? It's really if dumb. that's if that's what it is. I could kind of believe that God never pays attention. <laughs> so if like eight people have to put their hands on somebody to pray for him to go, oh, I wonder what that light is down there. When two or more are gathered, the Spirit is with them also. What does that mean? It means God want like God likes people two people in the same time praying. If you're by yourself, 
you're on he your might own. not answer you yeah but when two or more are gathered god is there oh let's pray pray for death and chaos right now day for pray for who death and chaos death and chaos on who specifically let's amen at something the earth the earth yeah all right everyone who doesn't listen to the bible beater podcast our father why that would be the worst no because then the whole world would be just i don't think we fans. have any girls fans <laughs> yeah we do oh yeah okay we have two girl fans yeah and like 30 dudes look that's a pretty good ratio for us <laughs> to be honest with you it's better than i thought it would be shout out shout out to the unfaithful hey the unfaithful um so especially the feminine ones uh, I didn't mean any of that shit about groping girls in high school. <laughs> Every girl's got groped in high school. I mean, it's not like I go to high school and grope that that was a long I time ago. You're um, ashamed of it now. That's I'm not that's ashamed. Important. I'm not ashamed. No, no, no. I did that, and I, I stand know. by that I did that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we really set ourselves up here, but neither am I. I don't care, dude. Here's here's the move that I tried that didn't work. Hey, uh, I gotta tell you something. Come over here. At parties, I, that was the, that was my move. Yeah, I didn't really go to parties that often. Really, no. I I like hosted. I was a awesome hockey nerd. <laughs> I just stayed home, trained, and played hockey. Didn't they have like hockey parties? I didn't go to them. You're a fucking tool. Because I wanted to be better than everyone else. Look where you are now. Yep, it really get, worked out. You got your jersey on the wall signed. I have one of those for rugby. It's yeah, actually pretty it's cool. A championship. Really? Yep. Minor hockey bantam double A. Yeah, two championships. I got a junior championship, and that one is I think it was thirteenth. I got a Canada Summer Games gold medal. I played for BC. Really? Yeah, that's I, fucking awesome. It was it was awesome. It was at uh, I didn't know that. I felt like a pro athlete. It was at University of Saskatchewan. The whole Summer Games. That's badass. All the sports. Yeah. So we got we they put us up in the dorms, and they had like, um, like. Full. They put you up in the dorms. That seems like a bad. No, idea. no, but it, athletes' village. It was oh, like, okay. So like all the all the sports Just were there. Everyone's fucking. Uh, Apparently, that's what the Olympics is like. I got a hand job. Apparently, like Olympic Village is just like an orgy. I I really feel like I should have. Cat- I I hooked up with a dancer from Ontario. Hot. I got a handy on the last day. <laughs> <laughs> a handy. Handy. A fucking firm gymnast. Just grip. strong gymnast. Grip. Unlubricated. <laughs> Rough gymnast dance. Oh my Sit, god! Sitting down on a roof. Well, that sounds bad, but <laughs> you know. But what what was cool was they had like the, the cafeteria was open all like from like six now, till like. Did you force her to do this? No, she wanted. Did to. you pull your dick out? No, she pulled my dick out. Are you sure? It's a little vague. <laughs> Anything. She, I t- I'm pretty sure I said you have to lay your hands on me because the Bible says, and then mm-hmm. she just did it. Okay. But no, what was awesome was they had like That's believable. They had uh, at the medical center they had like massage therapist, physio, um, acupuncture. They had like sports psychologist. They had like uh, games room in the gym. They had like all kinds of like Xbox and PS PlayStation and like dance dance. It was because Caleb's so old. Cool. It was so fucking cool. That man. is cool. I felt like a pro athlete. And I didn't play in the final except for the last five minutes. They put me in in garbage time. Oh, really? So how much were you up by? Uh, we were up by like three scores. Oh yeah. <laughs> and my, oh yeah. And so they we kicked it down to their end. I was playing winger. You got rooted. We got yeah. <laughs> well, it was nicer than to K-Lub, put me in. K-Lub, I scored K-Lub, uh, K-Lub. in the tournament. I scored like seven tries. Oh, nice. Like I mean, all the backs from BC had more than five, but. 
because we were we dominated. Oh wow! We kicked the fuck. Except so we, it was BC versus the rest of Canada. Well, it was Canada games. Yeah, yeah. So we beat That's Alberta fifty nothing. We beat or we beat Saskatchewan fifty nothing. Alberta forty eight nothing. Newfoundland by like thirty some. We lost to Ontario in the round robin, and then we beat them in the final. How's Manitoba? Uh, they sucked. Yeah. The only two provinces are that are good at rugby were Ontario and BC. We were so much better than everybody. And uh, so my big play, though, we kick it down to them. I got, I just got this guy lined up. I'm gonna crush this guy, right? <laughs> Fucking yeah. smashed him. Okay, smashed him. Uh, he like rolls out of bounds. I pick, I get up. I make another tackle. I steal the ball. We get, well, goes the other way. I'm so pumped for after the game. We're watching it. We're all like high fiving each other, and everyone's like looking at the sick shit they did, and like so. Much. Oh, they they recorded and played after. Yeah, like TV, like Shaw it's, recorded it. It's not the same. No, we were watching it like after. Like this is like a week later. Oh, okay. At, like our celebration party. That's cool. And like so, my big thing's coming up, and like my buddy's like, "Here's here's your thing," and then it's like, "Oh, d- uh, they cut away development in diving. So and so wins gold. So it's like me running towards them. <laughs> no, this guy's dive. <laughs> this guy's dive. It comes back. Like we have the ball, and like my big play is not even on TV. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> it was. It sucked. I don't even hit people either. I was just so jacked up to like be in the game. Oh man, that stung. I bet it did suck. But now the legend of the hit is greater than the hit ever was. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That kind of happened with me fighting. I didn't fight a lot, but I fought like the fighters. And I think I talked about this before. But like now, when I go back, the way people talk about it, it's like I was I was okay. <laughs> I had a good record, but I wasn't that. And now I'm like fucking the best fighter of- that there ever was. It, it was weird. It's not re- not literally that. That was a high, that was a little hyperbole, but it's fucking ridiculous. What like the stories they say? A little hyperbole. Wow. Yeah, the best fighter that ever was. Oxymoron. <laughs> Fuck you. You're a moron. <laughs> okay, so where were we? Um, not too sure. Laying on of hands after the Israelites lay their hands on the heads of the bull, use one of the sin offering to the Lord and the other as a burnt offering to make atonement for the Levites. Why do they have to make atonement? I thought the Levites were God's chosen ones. Have the Levites stand in front of Aaron and his sons and present them as a wave offering to the Lord. Lol. Do you think they had to wave the Levites? Like, <laughs> Wait, what? It says present the um, have the Levites stand in front of Aaron and present them as a wave offering to the Lord. Do you think they were all waving their hands up at the sky? Yeah, I do. That's so fucking dumb. That's so fucking dumb, a wave offering. Like, what the... F- that's so fucking dumb. I like how they don't have to give anything. It's Their offering is just... Waving. Waving to well, God. Also, hey. you had to wave the lamb and, like, wave the grain. Like, what the fuck kind of a dumbass ritual is that? Like uh, like an air traffic controller. I mean, yeah. So, so you can see... So God can see it better, you know? I God su- can't see it all the way down there. I kind of understand, like, the sacrifice. Like, God wants blood. Like, take the life of something and yeah. give, give that to me. But waving it around is just fucking retarded. It's kind of weird that he wants the things he created dead and then given back to him. Yeah, it is weird. It's a little odd. <sighs> I gotta. It's weird how he made everything and then chose one thing to to be better than everything else. Well, mankind. Yeah, is, is better in his image. Yeah, is better than everything. Yeah, isn't that weird? But you created everything equally at the same time. No, he didn't. He never said every, he created everything equally. He said man is to rule no, over. No, I know that. But I mean... He's supposed to have created... created everything at the same time. He's supposed to create man equally, except 
only the Israelites and everyone else can go fuck themselves until the second half yeah, of the true. book. You know what? Maybe I that wasn't a good idea to put the Israelites over everybody. We're going to extend this offer to the rest of the people. Is that what happens? That's what Jesus does? That's what Paul does. Oh, <laughs> some dude. Yeah. Paul, Paul's the biggest deal. Paul took this, this fucking book, this religion. And Paul's kind of better than Jesus when you think about it. He's the most important Christian that ever lived, by far. Sounds like it from no, what by, you've told me. No, he is, by far. People don't realize it. Well, here's the problem with most Christians. Most Christians don't know the historicity of the Bible. Is that as a word? In historicity? Yes, it is. I don't know what it means. It's like... I know history. The history, but the historicity is like the factualness, like the actual events, the timeline, like what happened. Okay. Okay, anyways. Most people don't know where the Bible came from or how it was made and the voting and all the books in there, which number... Like, once you know that, that's like a... Oh, it's a book written by guys. And then it kind of all falls apart. And then the second thing is, most of what Christians believe isn't what Jesus or God said. It's what other people in the Bible said. So the beginning of the Bible is a bunch of shit put together of different voices. And then Paul comes in and like wrangles it up and fixes it. No, Jesus comes along and says, you know, be nice to everybody. Jesus is actually the like real nice guy. Yeah, the nice guy in the Bible. I, I knew that. And then Paul comes along. He's after Jesus. Yeah. He's persecuting the Jews and Christians. Oh, really? Yeah. Christians. And then God appears to him on the road to Damascus. He goes blind. And God says, why do you why do you hurt me? Why do you hurt my if you hurt my disciples, you hurt me. And then Paul has a complete turnaround. And then Paul writes all kinds of stuff like extra stuff like Paul. Him and Peter have like a public fight in the Bible, which Peter kind of wins in the Bible. It's what, we're a long the, way from that. What's the Rob Peter to pay Paul thing? I've heard that before. Um, Isn't that a thing? I don't remember that off the top of my head, but okay, it's, ba- it's it's talking about stealing from one friend to pay another friend. It's like, yeah, but I thought that that's biblical, right? Though I th- it might be too much of a coincidence for it to not be. Uh, so after you have purified, verse fifteen, after you have purified the Levites and presented them as a wave offering, they are to come do their work in the tent of meeting. They are the Israelites who are to be given wholly to me. That's not H-O-L-E-Y. That is W-H-O-L-L-Y, holy, as in them, their whole selves. You put your whole self <laughs> in. You take your whole self out. What if the hokey pokey was really what it's all about, Kyle? And I, oh, my God, <laughs> I just blew my mind. <laughs> I have taken them. Um, I have taken them. I have taken them as my own in place of the firstborn. This is important, Kyle. Get off your phone. Sorry. What are you looking at? I'm queuing something up. Okay. I have taken them as my own in front of the firstborn, in, in place of the firstborn. The first male offspring of every Israelite woman. Every firstborn male in Israel, where, whether man or animal, animal, is mine. When I struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, I set them apart for myself. And I have taken the Levites in place of all the firstborn sons of Israel. Did you hear that, Kyle? He's taken the Levites in place of all the firstborn sons. So that's why the Levites are better than everybody. Because um, instead of God... Oh, he doesn't want everyone's firstborns. He just wants the Levites now? No, he took them in place. Yeah, so the Levites are in place of your firstborn. They're placeholders. Yeah. No longer do you have to sacrifice your firstborn. Or he just doesn't give a shit about your firstborn. No, he does give a shit, and that's why he made the Levites do it in their place. Um, do what, exactly? Be set apart, holy, rig- magic, 
ritual. He's taking that away from the people then. So their firstborns no longer matter like they used to. That in place of the male. So basically every Israelite should have the firstborn should have to be just totally worshiping God all the time. And instead, is that what was supposed to happen? Yeah, that's the that's the God, that's God's plan. Oh, okay. But instead of that, he realizes that most Israelites don't want to give away their firstborn. They probably have to do some so work. Give away in the name of God, so they spend their whole time worshiping. Also, they're it not, doesn't sound like that happened. He's not really. You're not really giving it away. He's taking what's rightfully his. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. But everything is rightfully his, I guess. Yeah, I'm your landlord. So, verse eighteen. And I have taken the Levites in place of all the firstborn sons of Israel. Of all the Israelites, I have given the Levites as gifts to Aaron and his sons to do the work at the tent of meeting on behalf of the Israelites and to make atonement for them so that no plague will strike the Israelites when they go near the sanctuary. Why would that happen? Because God would smite them with a plague. You realize that God is the source and the solution to all these problems, right? All the problems he also creates. Yeah, exactly. He's the source and solution. He makes a problem and then fixes it. And then makes you pay for it. That's like that's fucking class A racketeering and extortion. That's the old protection <laughs> racket. Hey, uh, I heard there's some thugs around here taking that's everybody's. That's so true. I'm ta- they're taking everybody's firstborns. You wouldn't want to lose your firstborn, would you? Would you? All right, that's what I thought. Give me that goat. Give me the fucking silver over there and a tenth of all your grain. Thank you. Hey, now you're protected. Don't that's wanna- classic. So that's all the that's all the priesthood is then. Yeah, it's a racket. It's a big racket. It's always an extortion racket. It's always been a racket. It's hilarious. It's always been a racket. It is exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah. You wouldn't want somebody coming in and taking your firstborn, would you? That's hilarious. (laughs) You wouldn't want some terrible things to happen to your crops. Yeah. Plagues, I hear. Yeah, I heard they're coming. (laughs) I heard they're burning for no reason. Did you see what plagues befell the poor Egyptians? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it. Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community did what the Levi- did with the Levites just as the Lord commanded Moses. And the Levites purified themselves and washed their clothes and shaved their assholes. Then Aaron <laughs> presented them as a wave offering before the Lord. Oh, I'm surprised put Dude, that in does there. that mean they're all just sitting there doing the wave yeah, that's like, like they're like at the, a fucking... Yeah, hippie festival or something. <sighs> you know what? Maybe they are at Woodstock, you know? No, they're... Come on. It's, pr- it's a lot of similarities. They're at John Mayer. Just <laughs> waving. <sighs> that's some, more, that's, that's more tie-dye have, and grass bracelets grain. they'll wave, I think. Other ones have lambs whipping around <laughs> their heads. You can't wave a lamb casually. <laughs> to keep up any momentum, it has to be pretty aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> or you're not waving it. Um, and they washed their clothes. Aaron presented his wave offering. After that, the Levites came to do their work at the tent of meeting. Under the supervision of Aaron and his sons, they did with the Levites just as the Lord commanded Moses. How many times does that phrase need to be in here? The Lord said to Moses, this applies to the Levites. Men 25 years old or more shall come take part at the work of the tent of meeting. But the age of 50, they must retire from their regular service and work no longer. I tried to look up why that would be significant. No, I couldn't find anything really. Um, One source said... uh, 50 was probably pretty old back then. Yeah, well, for sure it was. But people were living to fucking 600 <laughs> yeah. a couple of chapters ago. But in reality, 50 was pretty fucking old. Is that why people had like 50 was the retirement year in like a grandparent's generation? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Also, Because they're like the only generation that really got to retire like well when you think about it. Yeah. And then our parents get to retire way later and then we never get to. 
and everyone before never got I've to. I've already retired, baby. <laughs> I guess you don't need to retire when you plan on killing yourself anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's my retirement plan. That literally is it. It's a good one. As, dude, it, no one can take that away from you. It's like as whenever it gets unbearable. Well, only, only you can take I'm, that away from I'm you. I'm checking out. Yeah. I don't understand why it's not more popular, honestly. It wasn't frowned upon in many samurais, like Japanese, yeah. do it all the time. You're Romans, right. They're inspirations. Dude, Romans had like two setbacks. Like if you were a Roman commander, you lost. You're like, yeah, fuck this. I don't want to hear what they're going to have to say back <laughs> in Rome. Fucking follow my sword or get a slave to kill you. I mean, it's in a lot of places, it's not frowned upon. And I wish that more people would just be like, man, it's good to know you. See you never. You know why it's not, you know why? Because we understand that once you get past it, you're like, holy fuck, I'm glad I didn't do that. Uh, not always. I mean, you never know for sure. Of course, not always. Well, but most of the time. When you're 20 or 30, it's sad. But when you're like 50 or 60, why not? You kill yourself at 60 is not sad. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, if you've lived a good life. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm 31. Well, what if you live a shit life? Well, I've also Cable done. Campbell and it's not going too hot. Well, we'll have these podcasts as a record. I feel like I'll I feel like you're going to be 60, just listen to the good old days, laughing at yourself back back in the Bible beaters early era. If I'm 60, listening to this podcast, <laughs> I can picture it now, dude. That this will be playing as I swing back and forth <laughs> from the ceiling fan. <laughs> be like the last scene in Brave New World, North, South, or East, West. I've uh, never seen it. The, it's not a movie; it's a book. Oh the very end of the book the guy hangs himself and it's just his feet pointing every direction and twisting oh fuck <laughs> that's a fucked up visual it was pretty good pretty good one between brave new world and 1984 we're I living finished in 1984 a- yet oh it's so good halfway it's so good it's my it's so good how far did you get um he meets the girl and everything oh fuck okay as soon as you get okay don't th- tell me okay just let me read the book Okay. Um, then the Lord said to Moses, where were we? Lord said to Moses, this applies to the Levites. Uh, fi- oh, at 50, they retire. Um, they do more, no more regular work. They may assist their brothers in performing their duties at the tent of meeting, but they themselves must not do the work. This, then, is how you are to assign the responsibilities of the Levites. Um, are we done? Yeah. Okay. Next week, the cloud above the tabernacle. The Israelites leave Sinai. And quail from the Lord and fire from the Lord. That sounds very interesting. That sounds pretty badass. What? Quail from the Lord? Yeah, that's what... And fire from the Lord. We already know that... But the burn shit? So oh, is he going to break some bird necks and sprinkle it on people? Yeah, well, they're in the desert, right? And yeah. so there's no food. They, we've already established they get mana. Mana. This goes into way more detail with the Wait, mana. are they still getting mana? Yeah. Still? For 40 The whole years, time? For 40 years, that's all they get. Yeah, but they have animals now. That's fucked. In, that's they're just sacrificing the animals and not eating them. No, they're eating the ma- they're eating manna and sacrificing the animals. That's what God. I mean. That's, I, that's fucking how did retarded. I, how, did, how did we walk over that? How did I miss that? They're not still eating manna. Yes, they are the whole time. That's all they have. What? And I guess they have. No, they're not. Yes, th- yes, w- they when are. When did we hear that? All we know is that God. What God supplied for them in the desert is manna and quail. The whole time. The, the whole, whole fucking time. time they're in the desert. The whole time. Yeah, they, they're sacrificing animals left and fucking right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's preposterous. so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. 
Man, I, I didn't even know that was a th- I thought they did the mana thing already. No, no, no. The mana thing is Happens ongoing. Happens the whole goddamn time? Ongoing. God, how do people believe this shit? <laughs> dude, did you know that blasphemy? Not the- one time is some dude going to be like, oh, that smells pretty good. I'm sick of eating wet bread. Only the Levites can eat it. <laughs> Fuck. So everyone else is eating mana? That's their Well, they're eating. The good shit. Oh, my God. You on know how much better God, the good shit is? On behalf of God, because they're eating for God, right? It's God's But they're food. only taking their best stuff. So what are people doing with their second best stuff? They're eating it. No, they're not. They're eating yeah, mana. They, what are they doing with it then? That's what it says, Kyle. What do you want? Do you want to go against the Bible? I think you read it wrong. No, no. This is what everyone believes. This is what, like, fate, like. Why? Okay. We're going to read it yet. So the one, the animals of defects. Mm-hmm. Those can't be sacrificed. No. The first, all the firstborns give given to God, mm-hmm. and then all the best shit gets given to God. Yeah. That leaves 70% of the livestock. It, it would seem like, okay, no one knows how there's, I guess they're feeding, So what are they doing with it? I guess they're feeding, Letting them starve to death? Feeding the manna to the goats? I don't know what, like, do goats eat manna? What are the goats eating? Yeah, plus they have all this grain and shit. Yeah, where are they getting that? And they're that? not eating that? Yeah, where are they getting all this grain from? I don't think I think you're wrong about the mana thing. No, I'm not. That's I mean, we're gonna read it next week. Next week we learned that they've been re- eating mana the whole time. It's one of the reasons That doesn't make any fucking sense. It's what the Bible says. It's one of course it makes no sense. So everything they have that normal human beings eat, they sacrifice. The only reason they have it is to sacrifice it, not eating it, like every other fucking human being on the earth at the same time as them. I, I guess so. Yeah, Look, that makes perfect sense. I guess so, Kyle. God, that's fucking retarded. Dude, it's one of the reasons God makes them wander the desert for 40 years, because they complain about eating manna. And this isn't this isn't a major point of contention. I actually haven't heard it, really. That's unfucking believable <laughs> That's one of the most unbelievable things the whole it's, time, it's, because it's so... Also, yeah, where are they getting all this grain to wave around and burn? They had to bring it all with them. <laughs> From Egypt. For 40 years. I guess they're feeding that to the animals, too. 40 years supply. <laughs> for 1.2 million people. They're towing 100 silos. In three, in two, on, their, on their cars. In 260 kilometers. Yeah, people really... I don't you know. You can't grow about. grain in the desert. That's not a thing you can do. Serious? Like, biblical scholars? Like... like. Well, no, they didn't go to the desert. Yeah. Obviously. Every, everybody knows that. Yeah. But many Christians believe that this is like what happened, and even the one like the that's like a pretty modern view. I want an answer to that. From this a is real like Christian. ask your mom. What would she say to that? She doesn't think because there's because there's not a good or bad there, so there's not like God wants that. to I be will bad. ask her. I've already asked. I want her. an answer. I've already asked her. I've already asked. What did she say? She says it's a miracle. God did it. What? The whole thing. God gave them grain, animals, manna. The whole thing. He gave them animals and grain. Doesn't say that yeah, magically. Doesn't say that. That's what I know. It doesn't say that. She just says, well, God made it happen. If, if Why do they need manna if he's giving them grains if, Kyle, grain if, and animals? If you don't know, miracle the gaps. That's it. That's all you have to do. Oh, God. If that's you already fucking believe, infuriating. I know. It is infuriating. If you already believe in miracles, just miracle every gap that you this have. This one is not only logistically stupid, it goes against what they already said, and we have direct reference to human beings now oh, yeah. and how they would react she's coming there's like a crosshair of three there's no fucking way that would happen you know she's coming three home. of them she's coming home for thanksgiving and i'll sit her down and read this to her god damn it yeah i can't wait she's when know, is thanksgiving it's thanksgiving? uh october 8th okay two weeks um she actually said last time she was here she was like 
What if I came on your podcast? I was like, I'd love to have oh. you on the podcast. Hell yeah. We'd have to do a special one where we be civil and ask her these questions. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll just be sitting there with our eyebrows at our hairline, just like, really? Really? Uh, we couldn't do that, though. We'd have to be nice. We, I know we'd have to be nice, but I don't think we'd get it. I think we could get that done. Yeah, but I'd also want to hear. I think we could get honest op- opinions. Mm-hmm. And that would be interesting for me. I'll try very hard to get her to do it. Then she also was like, no, you guys will just make fun of me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which we will. We would need the Zoom recorder that you have mm-hmm. and not come here. We'd have to go to her. Okay. Yeah. We could do that. I could bring mics, but you'd we'd need to bore you Zoom. All right. Well, we'll figure that out. Okay. <laughs> we got any emails, Kyle? We did not. A third week in a row? I know. You guys. We l- want to know what you guys think. Caleb Felix gets hurt. He gets he ties the rope a little tighter each time. <laughs> you guys don't say I really okay. I really kind of thought you guys would have some more questions. But I guess we cover everything. I guess we're just such good biblical scholars that we answer anything before it comes up. Is that true? Yeah, I think we're right. You can also ask us questions about, you know, just not stuff that we've read yet just like things in your own life and i'll give you biblical advice that's like the main thing i want to do yeah give biblical advice it doesn't have to be bible questions could be real life questions that kale will answer with his bible knowledge Mm -hmm. what's verses and references what are you playing kyle (laughs) lay your hands on me by bon jovi (laughs) (laughs) all right you missed the part where he goes lay your hands on me wait i'll do it again ready epic <laughs> good stuff thinking about the whole time you were talking about it I think this is about sex Kyle not about God I don't know I think it's about God it sounds pretty uh, choir like to me it kind of does <laughs> right alright thanks for listening dildos alright guys to go to days. iTunes Give us a five-star review. They doesn't, really help out. Doesn't matter. Give us an honest review. Give us a five-star review. More important than giving us your friends' review. phones. Yeah. Subscribe. Or just, take them. Or just like, hey, I heard this great podcast. Yeah. It's called the Bible Beaters. Like, I don't know. Just tell. Just word of mouth it goes a long way. Just go out to them and be. How unfaithful are you? Oh, that'll do. If you see people, I see Mormons on the street all the time, peddling their wares. I say. <laughs> Uh, I don't need this because I have I go talk to the guy whose mom talks to the Pope and it's the Bible Beater podcast. And it's, they say, what? And I say, give them the thing and I subscribe them and then I walk away. I'm We're closer removed to God than anyone standing on a street corner. That's actually true. I know. Right. So you unfaithful at the Bible Beaters podcast, you heard it here first, closer to God than almost anyone else on the planet. Give us a good review. You can give us emails at Canada Comedy. Fuck, I did it wrong again. Biblebeaters <laughs> at CanadaComedy.ca. No wonder we get no emails. Biblebeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. Peace, motherfuckers. Yelling. <laughs>